Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. Today is Wednesday, May 27th, and I'm Pastor Eric Tritton. Thank you for joining me. We begin today by remembering our baptism, remembering that in baptism, we are baptized into Christ's death. We're buried with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we've been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. And we live in that resurrection hope. We walk in that newness of life through the power of our baptism. So we make the sign of the cross and say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We confess our Christian faith this morning using Luther's explanation to the second article of the Creed. I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also true man, born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord, who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, purchased and won me from all sins, from death, and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood and with his innocent sufferings and death, that I may be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, just as he is risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity. This is most certainly true. Our psalm reading from today is Psalm 5. To the choir master, for the flutes, a psalm of David. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning. Give attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God, for to you do I pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down toward your holy temple in the fear of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me. For there is no truth in their mouth. Their inmost self is destruction. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. Make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Because of the abundance of their transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy and spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may exalt in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. I have to be upfront. I'm, I'm having a little difficulty getting at what this psalm is saying. I see the message about 
God-hearing prayer. I recognize the words of humility and devotion. I rejoice in the words that assure me of God's blessings, leadership, and protection. But what about the verses that speak about God abhorring, hating, destroying, and causing people to bear their guilt? I fear two responses here. One is, oh, pastor, I don't like those passages, so I just skip them. Because people don't like what this is saying about God, they decide that they, that they can't be about their God. And they, they choose to soften the meaning or ignore these passages altogether. In the process, they make God into their own image. And they lose the true God for their own idol of God. The other response that I fear is, yeah, God, smash those wicked people, destroy them, judge them, and damn them for all of their sin. As though the judgment of the psalm could never have fallen on us. And this dichotomy of us, the righteous, versus them, the wicked, isn't actively wrestling within those of us who are both saints forgiven in Christ's blood and sinners worthy of damnation at the same time. The psalm recognizes an outward struggle that is mirrored in our inner selves. We know that God loves righteousness, goodness, truth, and beauty. We also know that our deeds are as filthy rags steeped in sin from our birth, filled with half-truths and whole lies, and are sometimes profoundly ugly. O oh, wretched man that I am, who will save me from this body of death? But thanks be to God through Christ Jesus our Lord. He came to us while we were dead in trespasses and sins, while we were objects of God's wrath. And by his death and resurrection, he has raised us from the dead and reconciled us to God. We must not underestimate how offensive sin and wickedness are to God. These things are so terrible and so vile that they must be destroyed, killed, and shamed. And that is exactly what God did in Christ. God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So where does that leave us in regard to, to praying about God, abhorring, destroying, and causing the wicked to bear their guilt? It leaves us uncomfortable. It leaves us grateful for the grace we have received in Jesus. It leaves us longing for God's justice to come in all its power. And at the same time, longing for compassion for those on whom God's justice falls. One of my professors in the seminary used to pray before class. And, and sometimes he would say something like this. Oh God, strike the wicked, destroy them and wipe them out but not yet. Please draw another one to repentance first. Bring more to Jesus' salvation first. Save one more by your grace first.
This morning we'll pray the fourth petition of the Lord's Prayer, followed by a prayer regarding God's creation. The two are very much connected. The fourth petition, give us this day our daily bread. Heavenly Father, you give daily bread to everyone without our prayers, even to all evil people. But we pray in this petition that you would lead us to recognize this and receive our daily bread with thanksgiving. Make us mindful of all that you do and all that you give us that has to do with the support and needs of the body, such as food and drink, clothing, shoes, house, home, land, animals, money, goods, a devout husband or wife, devout children, devout workers, devout and faithful rulers, good government, good weather, peace, health, self-control, good reputation, good friends, faithful neighbors, and help us to always give thanks to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for this creation that you have placed us in, and we thank you that we are your creatures. We pray that you would help us to live in a right relationship with your creation, that you would help us to recognize our responsibility to take care of the creation to deal with things like pollution. We also pray that you would help us in relationship to our fellow creatures, our fellow human beings, that we would live in a world that is just and true and right, and that you would help us to care for one another's bodies, that you would help us to Help everyone to have the things that they need for their bodies in life, that they would be safe, and that we would support systems of government that protects life at all of its stages, that calls for justice for those who are supposed to enforce the laws. We pray for the world to be situated in such a way that it reflects your justice, and your mercy, but also that it supports the ability for people to enjoy the benefits and the blessings that you intend us to have by the simple fact that you've made us. And so, Lord, we pray that you would be active in your creation and that you would be at work to provide us with the things that we need. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Thank you for being with me today. May God bless your day. May, may today be filled with God's peace. Um, I don't know how this recording is going to sound, uh, I, a lot of cars going by here today and it's really warm and so the windows are open and so hopefully there's not too much background noise but uh, if so I apologize but I still hope that you'll come back and join me for an evening devotion.